Hello and welcome to Home Educating Wildlings. I'm Kiki, a home educating mum to two very loud, playful wildlings in the middle of England, UK. This podcast shines a light on this beautiful no school life choice and is here to encourage you on your home ed journey because the tide is turning for many, many more families who seek a different direction. So whether you're new to home educating, thinking about it, or you're already forging your own home ed path, thank you for joining me. However you're lifing and learning right now, I'd love to connect. You can find me over on Instagram at Kiki and the Wildlings or visit my website at educatingwildlings.co.uk. Community is hugely important to me, so if you enjoy this episode, I'd be so grateful if you could leave me a rating, a short review and those all-important shares over on social media. Thank you so much. On today's Educating Wildlings podcast episode, I'm going to tackle a big home ed myth. Whether you're qualified or clever enough to teach your children, let me remind you though, this is our experience and my opinions. I'm not preaching and I'm definitely not here to persuade you to change your lives. This is our story and our journey. So, what do you know about teaching? But you're not a teacher. Wow, you're brave. How will they learn everything? Do you really want the responsibility of your children's education on your shoulders? These are some of the questions I've been asked and I know it's often an underlying fear in parents considering home education. Am I clever enough? I wouldn't know where to start. I just couldn't do what you do. Now most of this comes down to a lack of understanding of what education is. For us as unschoolers, we believe education is all around us in everyday life. We do not believe in prioritising subjects or learning by subjects at all. We don't believe that it is our role to dictate to our children what they should and shouldn't know. We do not buy into a prescribed way of learning. Now firstly, we have got to get our head around this. School is one way to learn, not the only way to learn. It will serve many very well, but it will fail so many too. And I'm not just talking about academics. Some will make heaps of lifelong friends. Others will be at the mercy of bullies day in and day out. Some will get opportunities they simply won't get at home. And others will never reach their potential at school. Some will come out feeling on top. While others will battle with lifelong self-esteem issues because of a childhood feeling bottom of the pile or never quite good enough. Some will come out on track for them. Many will leave feeling lost and flailing in life. Many perhaps not even realising until decades down the line. So we mustn't assume school delivers any certainties or any guarantees. Many see it as a risk to bypass school or leave the system. But for me, school is the most riskiest option there is. We chose not to put our children's education in the hands of a synthetic system, a one-size-fits-all approach, to have their worldviews shaped, their parental attachments stripped from them, their interests not honoured, their self-esteem potentially bashed into line, and their voices, feelings, opinions buried. We believe that to raise children two who have very different needs and interests we wanted to provide them with an unschooled life where they can truly embrace themselves and become who they are meant to be without peer pressure or adult dictation we have two boys one may well have flown through the school system effortlessly perhaps both but one may not perhaps both 
The point is, they are both enthusiastic learners, hard workers and adventurous children. We want to give them each opportunities to create their own individual paths, to give them a childhood that can deliver experiences, exposure, relevant to their unique personalities, passions and learning styles. So I am not a teacher. I have no qualifications or experience in teaching. I don't doubt that teachers would do a far better job of teaching a classroom full of kids in school. I honestly would be hopeless at it. So this is not about me thinking I'm better than a teacher. I simply do not consider myself a teacher at all. We have chosen an alternative education, an alternative life, because we don't think school is the best way for our boys to thrive. Therefore, I do not try to replicate school at home or teach my boys, because the point is I want a different way of life for them. We choose to nourish their individuality as opposed to give them a one-size-fits-all education. I am my children's partner, their mentor, their friend, their mother. We do not teach our children. We live alongside them and help them reach opportunities to further grow their passions. And yes, we learn too, every single day. So I don't need to know about teaching because I know my children. No teacher in a classroom of 30 children or 20 children is ever going to know my kids like I do. It's incomparable. I have the time, the love, the connection, the will, the deep understanding of my children as unique beings. I want them to thrive as unique people. I want them to know how to look after their mental and physical health, to understand and celebrate themselves, to focus on their passions ahead of curriculum and simply enjoy life. So do you need to have a teaching degree to give your kids a full and happy life, rich in exposure, experiences and connection? I think you know the answer. Absolutely not. Do you have your children's best interests at heart? Again, I think you know the answer. Absolutely yes. Put beautifully by Gandhi, there is no school equal to a decent home and no teacher equal to a virtuous parent. So how much work does all this take? Well, I do not plan like a teacher, nor do I mark, measure or test my kids. No, 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 no. I observe them a lot, naturally through our days. I spend so much of the day with them so I know what their interests are, what's challenging them and what they're working towards. I will spend one or two evenings a week researching complementary materials, experiments or podcasts they might be interested in or documentaries, books for them to feast on. I try to carve out a few hours at the weekend, perhaps to go to some local charity shops to get some books that, you know, to have a rummage around to see what I might be able to find them to do with their interests. And I often spend a few hours or an hour maybe even on a Sunday evening planning our week, all based around their current interests. I will ask the boys what they want to achieve or how they want to spend their time the week coming up. We will plot in our day trip day our nature time, play dates with all of our friends, our groups and any extras such as a swimming trip, climbing or library trip. 
I want to stress that we are incredibly flexible. The whole point of this way of life is that we can really listen to each of our needs. If we're in a bad mood, if we've not got huge energy levels and we don't fancy going out one day, we won't. And a big part of our life choice is interests change and being accepting to that. I think that can be hard sometimes for parents, but very much understanding that you could go away and spend a good few hours delving deep into um, a particular interest of one of your children and then they simply wake up the next day and they've lost interest and that can be frustrating when your time is so limited and you feel like you've wasted it but it's never wasted I will always bank up that info because I know at some point one of them will come back to it and that's the kind of beauty the thrill of this way of life is it's being flexible it's being spontaneous it's being able to kind of jump from one thing to the next and that's what where the challenge comes in and that's what I really enjoy we are definitely not routine people by any means it just simply doesn't work for us I tend to like rhythm so we have a natural rhythm to our week um, and the interests will come and go we often come full circle around a year later back to an interest where we can dive a little bit deeper but I love the choice the boys have. They can dive deep into anything that takes their interest. And that to me has been wonderful. And they can ask as many questions. We could spend as many hours as we want investigating those things. And I think that's something that really hit me early on is the problem in schools is that, you know, one of my sons has a deep history um, passion. And unfortunately, in schools, it's just not a priority in primary and certainly not to the depth that he would want to go. Or, for example, he enjoys Egyptians. He would have to wait another three or four years until the curriculum covered that. And in the meantime, he'd be studying something he wasn't interested in. Now, the whole point of being interest-led is that they can dive so much deeper than they would be able to in school in certain areas. Um, and that's all learning in itself, not only acquiring the facts around that particular passion but then everything else that goes with that is just so exciting and just so fulfilling for them so whenever you are doubting yourself questioning your abilities remember you love your children you want them to thrive more than anything and you will put the work energy and effort into finding out about all sorts of random information and you will educate yourself alongside them to ensure you are supporting them in the very best way you can and naturally as they get older you will be less and less involved potentially um, but whilst they're little I, I have fully engaged in so many incredible subjects and topics um, that's broadened my mind no question so don't forget you have the time to observe them. This is so key. You can take notes of their interests and the ways in which they are learning, such as their learning type or how they need to acquire information, whether that's through movement, through hands-on learning, auditory, reading and writing or visual. You'll know what doesn't work for them and where their frustrations lie. You may not always know what does work for them, but you're going to try different ways to help them. Because when you home educate, you have the time and opportunity to listen, understand their unique ways and respect these needs. No teacher could ever compare to this.
Remember, you can give them what they can't get at school. You can give them the time and guide them with a child-led way of life, where they can feel confident, motivated and in control of their time and ideas. They'll feel empowered by this. We can admit we don't know the answers and we can investigate together as a family. That's okay. We are not the knower of all things. And that is something I'm always reminding my children. That adults do not know more than children necessarily. And I often remind them that there's plenty of adults I know that don't know half as much about certain topics as they do. And that's fine. We're not meant to know everything as human beings, no matter how old we are. So if you've got parents or friends who say you can't teach, feel safe in the knowledge that you are the most dedicated and you love them more than anyone. Have the confidence that you are the person to do this, the best person. You've just got to believe in yourself and your children. Just trust your children and trust yourselves. So let me leave you with this encouragement. You might not be a teacher, but you know your kids better than anyone. You have the love and connection to make them feel secure and content. You will make the time and research to find out what makes them tick and how they learn best as individuals. You care and support them to pursue their passions, curiosities and interests. You can nourish their hearts and minds and let their spirits stay wild and true. You are more than you will ever know and they will ever need. So that's it for today. I really hope you've connected with today's episode of Home Educating Wildlings. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm creating this podcast in the little spare time I have because I feel so passionate about sharing my thoughts and journey to offer encouragement to anyone else who might need it. Please help me to spread the word by taking a few minutes to leave a review or a rating and those all important shares over on social media. I'd be so grateful. And don't forget to follow me over on Instagram at Kiki and the Wildlings to follow our journey and to be the first to know when the next episode is live. But until then, take care and I look forward to you joining me next time. Bye bye.